Well, good morning. And uh, it's it's good to be here. I am not at my best this morning, but I give God thanks that uh, He made it possible. Um, in my right mind. We need to pray for you to answer. I call that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, um, but uh, I've I've been having some challenges, but. Um, as you are aware, Pastor uh, Warrell was dealing with prayer, and I thought uh, that I would, rather than go to a completely different subject, I would just continue, and I don't know, maybe he will want to pick up from this one, or, or he might want me to finish it, I'm not sure. But whatever the case is, uh, I'd, I'd like uh, us to somewhat look at this prayer, which is indeed uh, Christ's intercessory prayer. Uh, here we find Christ praying for himself and for his disciples and for us even us today, over 2,000 years later. We find this in John chapter 17. I want to just read a couple of the verses and mostly this morning I'll just do uh, a little preliminary on the, the uh, intercessory prayer of our Lord. It says, and I quote, quoting from John chapter 17, verse 1. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed, Father, the time has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you grant him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. I want to stop there because I want us to look at when this prayer, what time uh, this prayer was prayed. Well, it was after a discourse that he had with his disciple, uh, of course, in John chapter 16, where he, this was not the first time, but this was the first time, it, as far as the disciples was concerned, that he was very clear about what was happening and what was going to happen, because he told him how he came from the Father and how the time had now come and he was going to leave them and go back to the Father. And uh, matter of fact, they said to him, well, you're speaking very plain now. We can understand what you're saying. Uh, so there was no, no doubt. They really indicated that they finally believed that no one needed to tell him anything. Because they believed that he came from God. But as we look at this prayer, there are several things that I want us to look at this morning. Um, he was, as I indicated, giving his farewell to his disciples. He was saying good goodbye to them. He prayed in their hearing. You know, there were many times that Jesus prayed, but he went alone, he went on the mountain, and there are many times he prayed in their hearings, and this was one of those times. Um, it was a prayer, as I indicated, after a sermon uh, with his disciple when he had spoken from God to them he turned and he spake 
to God for them. And that is important. In other words, he brought a message from the Father. And at this time, he prayed in their hearing, uh, speaking to God for them or on their behalf. And it is important for us to recognize that if he, that is Jesus, is our example, and I guarantee you that he is, then we must pray for those whom we are delivering a message to. Uh, we need to pray so that as it was prayed this morning for us before we got started that we will understand uh, what God is saying to us because we need to remember that we are serving a holy God number one and uh, when we go to God we need to make sure that we are serving him in spirit and in truth um, and we shouldn't be haphazard about what we are saying because we need to come to him as he is our father but secondly we note that after Christ and his disciple had eaten the Passover and the Lord's Supper together he had given them uh, uh, suitable exaltation he closed also with prayer that God will preserve the good impression of the ordinance uh, that he uh, gave them thirdly it was what we could call a family prayer it was a family the disciples were a family and to sit or, to, or should I say and to set an example for the family or the master of the family he not only shared the fact that as the son of Abraham he thought of his household well as we see in Genesis chapter 18 verse 19 and I quote for I have chosen him that is Abraham so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he had promised him now God God made sure that this was something he promised Abraham and he said he knew that Abraham would bring his household up in the way that he should and that is something I want to remind us about this morning the majority of us in here this morning would uh, be able to say we have already brought our children up but uh, we are still in position to bring up grandchildren, neighbors, and friends. In other words, at least help to bring them up. Uh, because as you know, this used to be the islands of one family where it took the island to bring up a child. But today that has faded very much so in the background. You see a child doing something wrong today, you better think twice before you try to correct him or her 
if not you will probably find yourself in the hands of the law because the parents will probably bring the law down upon you but as you know in the past that was not the case and uh, we, we, we see this being demonstrated here uh, with the, the Lord Jesus and his family they were one and as I indicated it, it, it was the same thing that he, he wanted for Abraham but you know he didn't stop there um, I believe he, he, we note also but uh, that for David he gave he blessed David's household so this was nothing new and Jesus was really setting the example here and we find that again in 2nd Samuel chapter 6 verse 20 uh, you probably remember this when David was returning home to bless his household Michael daughter of Saul came out to meet him and these were her words to him I quote how the king of Israel has distinguished himself today disrobing in the sight of the slave girls of his servants as any vagabond as any vagabond fellow um, again Michael was very very selfish if you recall the situation David was bringing the ark of the Lord for the first time since he became king in back into Israel or, or in into Jerusalem and they tried several times several years earlier but every time they tried something happened but now he was in Jerusalem and David was dancing before the Lord but as far as Michael was concerned he was showing off his nakedness before uh, the servant girls and she didn't like that a matter of fact there are those who believe that that is the reason why she never bore a child because of her disrespect for her husband but thirdly it was a parting prayer it is a good it, I should say it is good to part with prayer no matter what it is because we don't even know what's going to happen after we go through those doors this morning you might hear later on today well I had an accident or I went home to be with the Lord we don't know so it's good to pray um, uh, and in this particular case Jesus was praying because he was leaving his disciples alone into this world and he was going back to the Father but we have some other example of prayer uh, we have the Apostle Paul in a similar situation in Acts chapter 20 verse 36 Paul when he had said this he knelt down with all of them that is the disciples there uh, verse 37 they all wept and they embraced him and kissed him Paul as I indicated was in the same situation because he was on his way to Jerusalem and he was saying to those disciples you will not see me again in the flesh and they began to weep and they tried to discourage him from going to Jerusalem but 
Paul was steadfast in what he was about to do. And he said that he was ready not only to be in prison, but to die for Christ. So it, it, it was not a case where Paul was saying, in the Lord's will, I'll see you in two years. But he was saying, you're not going to see me anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm going to Jerusalem and I'm going to die there. This is the last time you're going to see me. And, you know, we, we can look at several uh, patriarchs of the Bible who, who prayed for their family. I, I, I always admired them. I'm, I remembered a couple uh, weeks before my dad died. I stopped at his home and because I usually stopped, I lived on the same street, but I would stop to his house before I go home. And he was sitting as usual in his lazy boy and he said to me that evening, he says, Frederick, uh, come here. And I, I, I went, he said, I want you to kneel down. So I knelt in the front of him and he prayed for me and I'll be honest with you I have one regret I cannot remember what the prayer well I know he was praying for my well-being but I how I wish I had gone home taken time out and even rewrite it in my own words so I could have at least a sample of what he asked God for for me and my life. But I didn't. I was somewhat very flippant about it. I'll be honest with you. I knelt down as he said, and I was a Christian, and he prayed, and I'll be honest with you, that was the very first time we prayed together when I I came to know the Lord over and over but this time he he prayed specifically for me as if he knew he was going to die and he was giving me his last blessing and I can't remember what these blessings were and maybe it's good because I might have been concentrating on these blessings and not looking at what God has in store for me so um, I, I even want to say, even in this, maybe it's for good. I, I don't know. But as we as we look at, at this, we see that prayers are very important when we are departing. And Christ was uh, uh, preparing to leave by way of death. And uh, he wanted that parting uh, to be sanctified and sweet by prayer and, 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 and when I look at this now I'm wondering how much my dad felt and was going through recognizing that he was about to die um, we would like to note uh, something else here in John chapter 17 verse 1 he says after Jesus said this he looked towards heaven and prayed first of all, we note that the first part of the prayer itself was what I would call the outward expression of a fervent desire which he used in prayer. He looked towards heaven. He looked up 
as he did once before and you probably remember this remember when he raised Lazarus from the dead in John chapter 11 verse 41 and, and I'll just like to read uh, that, that verse it says so they took away the stone then Jesus looked up and said father I thank you that you have heard me now first of all we note that Jesus need not to engage his own attention but he was pleasing or his desire was to sanctify or to call upon the father uh, and in this way he wanted to do several things he wanted to first of all justify those who believed in him and he also wanted to make sure that those who ridiculed him would have a reason to stop and think because there were those who were there even Mary if you remember she told Jesus you know it's been four days too late Lord you should have come when I sent for you so there was unbelief and I think we need to ask ourselves sometime when our prayers are not answer, answered why is it? Is it because of unbelief or it is because we are praying or asking for whatever it is we want selfishly in other words it's not for the glory of God it's for our own glory but uh, this in this case Jesus in his prayer if you recall he says father I know you always answer my prayer so I'm not praying in order for you to answer me because I know you're going to answer me but I'm praying for these and this was exactly what was happening at this time with his disciples um, he, he wanted to pray and as a result the disciples really believed in him and they indicated that they believed that he came from the father and he didn't need to ask anybody about anything because he knew all things and for three years he was with them and it was at this point that all seemed to fall into place where they, be, they believed that hey you are indeed the Messiah but the significance of this is to as one lifts up his or her soul to God in other words you're, you're, you're looking up not because you believe he's up there somewhere but as if you are lifting your soul up to him uh, as is found in Psalm 25 verse 1 and it says and I quote to you O Lord I lift up my soul is more than my voice it's my innermost being I am I am lifting everything to you knowing that you are my father and you are going to answer me now this is this is very important because too many times when we pray and we don't get an answer or we feel as if we didn't get an answer it could be several things it could be it's not the answer that you want for one or secondly he may be saying no and you don't want to hear no you want what you want okay uh, but we notice that we need to go to him 
as our father. Knowing that he is going to answer us. And in whatever way he answers us, it's for our good and his glory. And that is important for us to understand. And it may not be what you want to hear. But he knows what's best for us. And one minute. And as a result, we should go to him and knowing again, we need to pray in accordance with his will. He said, if you pray in accordance with his will, then you know you have the answer that you desire. But sometimes we don't even seek what his will is. It's what my will is, what I want. And he set this example another place. You remember he was in the garden. And he was asking the father, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. In other words, don't I don't let me drink of this cup. And he was praying with with all his being, we are told that he sweat sweats of blood. Now, I don't know that any of you ever done that. I know I haven't. But this was this was really intense because his pores open up to the extent where blood actually oozes out of his pores. So he was opening up his soul, but he didn't stop there. He's he said, and I always love this, not what I want, but what you want. And that should be the attitude of all of us when we go to God in prayer. We should go to him with the desire, is not what I want, but what is best for me and to pray in accordance with his will. And then I know that I have it. There is no if or and or but about it. You know that you have what you want when you ask in accordance with his will. Because that's the kind of prayers he answers. Uh, and you want it to ask. Yeah, one more <coughs> Are we all supposed to pray? Jesus, or, or don't pray to the Father. It's, I mean, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are all one, one. right? But, but no. But didn't Jesus say that God gave us to Him? Yes, we just read it. So then, should we we say we pray in Jesus' name? Yes, He says anything you ask in My name. And again, I like to <laughs> always end up by saying in accordance with his will because we could ask for a gold Rolls Royce to be sitting out there when we go out there because we want to show off but let me tell you something that ain't gonna happen if you see a gold Rolls Royce out there and it has your name on it when you leave out of here I, I suggest you go the other way because that ain't from the Lord that's from the devil because that's is the the question we have to ask ourselves is what would this what glory would this bring to God our Father? And if it's not going to bring glory to Him, nine chances out of ten, it's it's not from Him. Because when He does whatever He does, it's in accordance with His will for our lives. To bring honor and glory to himself. For our good. And I keep saying. His glory. Yes you can. You can. But remember the model prayer. Jesus said. When you pray. Pray what? Our Father who art in heaven. 
right here was two was one really uh, father who is he talking to father the time has come glorify your son that your son may glorify you you should pray <coughs> to the father but in the name of Jesus because he is our intercessor he is interceding for each one of us right now. Well, I mean, you 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 indicated, you know that the Holy Spirit has some specific things to do. So maybe you feel that you are lacking, that you still ask the Father that He will allow the Holy Spirit to do whatever it is that he needs to do mm -hmm. because sometimes we don't even know what to pray for as we are yeah. uh, but it's the Holy Spirit right mm -hmm. who intercedes for us yeah. okay so I, I, again we, we need to pray he says pray to the Father in his name and here that's exactly what he is doing and we're going to get into that uh, another time we won't reach there today but let's see if we could note something else the first part of his prayer to God as as I said already as father he looked towards heaven and said father and we need to note that prayer is to be made to God only. Seeing him as our father and to call him our father. Now it's it's not so much that God will be clear what who you're talking to, but especially if it's audible and other people are around people pray to all kinds of things these days and we need to make sure that they know who we are praying to you agree with that because people pray to Allah they pray to to to, to all kinds they get all kinds of God right so we need to we need to make sure that we those around us know that we are praying to our Father. Well, something else. All that we have, or should I say, all of us have the Holy Spirit who indwells us. Once we are born again into the family of God, the Holy Spirit does the burning into the family of God and he indwells us. Uh, there is the adoption uh, whereby we can cry Abba Father as well as our Father. Um, and we shall see this if we get that far in the future in verse 25. He prayed for himself first. And that is important. Thus, though Christ was God, he prayed and he was prayed to. People prayed to him because he was God. They prayed to Christ. But Christ also prayed as a man. <clears throat> Thus, and the question might be asked, why is that? It says, Thus, that it may become him to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus had no need to be baptized, but he was baptized. Why? Because he was setting the example 
for us. But he didn't need to be baptized. Okay? Um, it was said of him as we see in, in uh, Psalm chapter 2 verse 8. <clears throat> Ask. This is the father speaking to him. Ask of me and I will make the nation your inheritance. The end of the earth your possession. No, Christ begin with prayer as I indicated already for himself and afterwards he prayed for his disciples. Christ's prayer for himself was much shorter than the prayer for his disciple. And that reminds me of something else. I believe that we need to pray for ourselves asking God to clear us of anything that is unlike Jesus Christ. But when we are praying for the church and I, I, I would admit this. I don't think I do justice to praying for the church. But I thank God for my wife Helen when she kneels down she called people by name and I like it because then I can piggyback that sounds bad but it's true it reminds me of situations that I should be praying for now that's bad but I'm telling you the truth it's good too, because we help each other. Yes, yes. I, I, I piggyback and it it, 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 what, what, what we do a lot of is we pray in sentence prayer. She will begin or I will begin and then I say a sentence, I stop. She would pray a sentence, she stops. And it we go on and on and on like that until we... And it's good for me. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. It's good for me because I, uh, for lack of a better word, I am literally piggybacking on the way my wife pray. pray. And it, it, it's amazing, but it, it, it helps me tremendously. I don't, I, I don't remember a lot of people who I may be counseling, I mean, especially the first couple of times, I don't remember their name, but I can guarantee Helen will call their name and then I can piggyback on that. I don't know if you, you, you understand where I'm coming from, but I love it. Yes, ma'am. you got a memory like mine? You need to feel something to pay you I appreciate that. There's no two ways about that. I really appreciate that. And I, I know because that's where I'm at. And I, I sometimes I feel that, you know, Helen is, might end up letting me down sooner than later because I depend on her too much for her memory. <clears throat> And she's, think, she's remembering for me and for her and all the other stuff. And that's not, not good. But uh, again, the Lord knew exactly what he was doing when he brought us together. Let, let me see if I can kind of bring this to a, a point where I can uh, leave it. Um... We note here that Christ was making supplication for all. The saints of the day and the saints of today and the saints to come. 
and I don't know about you but that that makes me feel so much better that when Jesus was praying he wasn't like me he didn't only remember his disciples there he remembered those who were near and those who were far away but he remember those of us who are more than 2,000 years later in in this prayer and that's important it is only God could do that okay so it, 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 it encourages me now here are our two petitions that I'm going to look at very brief, briefly and then I'll I'll close which Christ um, put up for himself and these two are one and the same and if you look on the overhead you'll pick it up first one is that he might be glorified he says father the time has come glorify who your son glorify me Jesus says but here is the other part of it but they're one and the same that your son may glorify you but it comes down to verse 2 now it says for you granted him that is Jesus authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him he was praying for the future and I'm talking about the future that we haven't seen yet all who come to him so there are those who would say to you today do you think the blood of Jesus after 2,000 years could cleanse the sin of somebody today and I say yes 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 because he is the same today and forever yesterday today and forever he is the same and he is able to do it yes so when you're praying because Yes, you can, because they are one and the same. You can. In the name of the Lord and in the name of Jesus. Yes. Yes. You just Jesus. Yeah, yeah, because you are praying to God. In other words, He says that. Again, we will see this. That if you, if they had known you the father they would have known me remember one of his disciples said to him show us the father, so, show us the father. And what was his response as long as I have been with you you do not know me Philip <laughs> I'm the father I am in the Father and the Father is in me. You can pray as I indicated to Anne. Um, remember when Jesus was leaving, he says, I am going, but I will send you a comforter who is the Holy Spirit. He will guide you into all truths, not his own truths, but the truths that I have taught you. In other words, the Holy Spirit brings to mind those things Jesus said but you got to study it you got to know what he says if not so he's so not going to bring it to mind there's God and whatever you are saying to the father he is able to do and he brings it together yes but we need to we he is our example what did he do See, let's not try to separate them because they are one and the same. He says, Father, not Holy Spirit. He says, Father, the time has come. Yeah, but I just asked if you could pray the Holy Spirit. You could, recognizing that 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is one and the same. Yeah. Why after praying the Lord Jesus Christ, he or she announced on the earth, um, teaching us and, and, and praying for us and praying with us. And Jesus is up. Jesus is in the. That's why I'm sorry for us to pray the Lord Jesus is also our intercessor. Yeah. He, he, he is interceding for us right now. I mean, my question is seriously, it doesn't make a difference to me if we realize that they are one and the same. But why go, why skip the Father and go to the Holy Spirit? Jesus didn't do that. I don't mean you skip the book. No, well, I mean, but, you, 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 it, both of you are saying, is it okay to go to the Holy Spirit? And I'm saying why they are, are one and the same. Sometimes you want the Holy Spirit to do something in you that you know He is supposed to do. What, why did Jesus say He was sending the Holy Spirit? Who sent the Holy Spirit? Jesus sent the Holy Spirit in His place. And he said, he told us why he was no, I sending. Doing me whatever needs to be done, and if it's through the Holy Spirit, it will be done. To God the Father, yes. Holy Spirit, I need you. I need. What do I need? I need you to convict me, because. Who convicts us of sin? Huh? Who convicts us of sin? The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. But Jesus says, you know, you pray to the Father in my name. One more question I listened to from time. How should we be addressing ourselves to the Holy Spirit God that is talking about? Relate to you you talk as if Jesus isn't here. Um, I, I, you said you're talking about the Holy Spirit is here, and both, I'm picking that up from both you and Anne in a sense. The Holy Spirit is here, and Jesus is here. He indwells us. The Holy Spirit indwells us. Jesus indwells us. The Father indwells us because they are one and the same. I, I wish I could get that through to you. They are one and the same. He says, I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. The things I do is not of myself, is of the Father. I work and the Father work. You see what I'm saying? I'm asking you this. Because sometimes I, I just ask for whom to I'm wondering if that's right. I, 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 I would, I would, with Father. But, there is nothing wrong because they are one and the same. You can't confuse God. Does that make sense? You could confuse me easily. And I can confuse you. But we can't confuse. I don't think it matters really. No. I think that's, no. That's sometimes we get hung up on. Well, that's what I'm trying not to do. I don't want us to get hung up on that. We have been given a model prayer. Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray as a model. He says, when you pray, say, Our Father. Where is he? Who art in heaven. And, and there's a reason for that, and I shared it already. Okay? Um, so, I don't, but, you know, that, that's exactly what Satan would like us to do, to be, get caught up into these little Things that doesn't make a difference, really. I think as humans, it's easy for us to compartmentalize. Yes. So yes. The, the Father, because as humans, we relate to the Father as the head of the home. Right. Right. So most of us naturally pray to the Father in Jesus' name, name. Yeah. And ask Him to, and ask the Holy Spirit convict us of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To, because that's that's His job. Well, you don't, you don't have to ask the Holy Spirit to do that because that's his job and he is not a neglect what he's supposed to do because you didn't say Holy Spirit. 
You see what I'm saying? Uh, because he was sent by Jesus. And there was specific there is a specific job he has to do, and that's what he's he is here to do. But I want you to know that not only is the Holy Spirit in you, but Jesus is in you, the Holy Father is in you, because they are all one. And he said, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The work he was doing was not his own work. It was that which came from the Father. And remember how we started? We note that at the beginning, he had an, a discourse with his disciples, and he was telling them how he was going back to the Father, and how he was how they were going to scatter and leave him. He says, I'll be left alone, but he went on to say, but I'm not going to be alone because the Father is with me. So it isn't that the Father isn't here, he is. Even though he looked up, but as I indicated, is like lifting your soul. I don't know about you, but I normally close my eyes when I pray. Whether I'm at home in my room or where, I close my eyes. And you know why I do that? And maybe it doesn't make a difference to most of you. But I do that because I want to shut out everything around me. And that helps me to focus better on what I'm doing. And maybe you don't have that problem, but I have a problem. When I go to prayer, a lot of things come to my mind that I don't need to be thinking about it. You, that you all are not like that, but for me, everything I don't want, the things that I might have tried to remember hours before, I remember while I'm on my knees. Now, if that's not obstruction, <laughs> you tell me what is. <laughs>